0: Welcome to another edition of the My Two Cents podcast, presented by G Two and I. Am G Two. How are you today? I hope everybody's having a great day. I hope everybody's doing well. We are in Labor Day weekend right now, currently, and for anybody that doesn't have kids in school, this is your last week end with them not being in school before they have to go back. It was brought to my attention that Connecticut area, New York area, still don't have their kids in. This is their last official weekend before they go back. So. Enjoy the time that you have with your kids before all the homework and all the schoolwork and more importantly, all the sickness from your kids being around other children starts bombarding your home. Enjoy all that time of just being free of all that before it's time to uh, get prepared for it again. So again, I hope everybody enjoys their Labor Day weekend today. And uh, yeah, let's start the show. I want to start off with National Food Day of the Week. Today being September the 3rd, it is Welsh Rabbit Day as well as Uh, baby back ribs day tomorrow september the 4th it is macadamia nut day then going on to september the 5th it is cheese pizza day september 6th coffee ice cream day september 7th it is salami day as well as acorn squash day as well as beers lovers day so please drink responsibly on september the 7th september the 8th it is date nut bread day and to round us off september the 9th it is wiener schnitzel day as well as steak a bravo day So that rounds us off for our National Food Days of the Week. And now moving away from that, I just want to give off two quick condolences. The first one is to Jack Sonny. He was a guitarist for the uh, band Dire Straits. He has passed away at the age of 68. His bandmates would confirm the news, citing health problems as the cause of his death. So rest in peace to Jack Sonny. And other condolence is to Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett has died at the age of 76. They would say that he popularized uh, Beach Bum Soft Rock with his song Margaritaville that turned from a music into an empire, restaurants, resorts, and frozen concoctions. He has died at age of 76. He passed away uh, Friday night, and he was surrounded by his family, friends, music, and dogs. A statement posted to Buffett's official website and social media pages said Friday, he lived his life like a song to the last breath and will be missed beyond measures by so many. So I would like to give condolences again to Jack Sonny and to Jimmy Buffett, to the people that love both of these men. Uh, My condolences are to you, and I hope you guys are able to uh, find some relief in the upcoming months to come. I can't say weeks because the death just happened, so you're going to have to take some time to recoup and do all the grieving. So hopefully within the upcoming months, you guys will be able to uh, get yourselves back in line and back in order so that you guys can continue uh, out your uh, lives. Because I think when people die, I don't want uh, this is how morbid. But I think whenever someone passes away, the person that passed, they no longer are here. I don't think they want you to constantly just like weep and sorrow over them. They want you to, yes, have the time to weep and grieve for me. But after that, go about your life. Do your business. Don't forget me, but go about your business. So that's the reason why I said that. So again, not to be morbid, but then that's just my own head just going off things now. With the condolences out of the way, as you can tell, I'm here. I'm speaking to you. I said on a midweek breakdown, if you listened, um, I had no idea if I was going to have electricity or not. I had no idea if I was going to be able to produce these uh, podcast episodes out to you. And uh, I'm here. I'm able to do it. And Hurricane Adelia didn't impact the Carolinas as bad as it did Florida and the Georgia. Um, They would say that residents are still picking up pieces ...of their homes and their businesses from Florida and Georgia. Florida got hit pretty hard as it tended to because Florida was the first uh, state that Ida hit or Adelia hit, excuse me. Then it moved over to Georgia, then the Carolinas and so foremost. Uh, Carolinas, as I said, didn't get hit bad. I know certain people probably got power out in the Carolinas, but they worked pretty quickly to restore those back up. But there's still some people without power here. Um, Florida, still people without power... People got to uh, rebuild their homes. Georgia is still doing the same thing with theirs. Um, right now, they are predicting that Hurricane Adelia caused somewhere between 12 and $20 billion in damages. I don't believe any of that. But again, I'm not the insurance providers and all that for that businesses. But speaking of insurance providers, um, they would say that insurance is starting to go up and it's starting to make it much more harder and riskier for people to get home insurance because of uh, the weather changing and as much weather events is starting to happen and intensify. So anybody that's trying to get any home insurance, please uh, know that it's going to cost you a pretty penny. It's going to cost you um, some more money because as I've stated before, weather is starting to change. It's starting to become way more different. I've stated before in past episodes that when a thunderstorm happened around my area, uh, the ground started to shake. And that hasn't happened in some time. I mean, throughout my lifetime of living down in the South, I don't remember the ground shaking, but now it's starting to. So again, if you are trying to get home insurance, just know it's going to cost you a pretty penny because weather is starting to change. And uh, a lot of places are going to try to gouge your eyes and gouge your pockets, especially since, well, they want to make money and try to keep all the money as much as they can. Now, with that, uh, it's starting to seem that more tropical storms, or if they want to call them hurricanes, they can't technically call them hurricanes yet, but tropical storms, long story short, are starting to form out there. We just had Adelia. I'm looking at a chart right now. It so said there's one called Gert. There's one called 12. There's one called Franklin and Jose. I mean, Franklin Jose, looks like it's over towards like the northern east part of America, like you're, uh, Vermont, your massachusetts your connecticut your new york all that type of stuff it looks like it's aiming towards that way franklin jose while gert in 12 they're still like in the atlantic so i'm not certain if that's gonna pass by over into the southern states or where it's gonna hit i have no idea i just want everybody to know there's still storms to come about because we're in the hurricane seasons now we have officially entered it and uh yeah just want to keep everybody up to date with that and speaking of I'm glad we're in fall season now because that gives everybody in the South, whether you're in the Carolinas or you're in Georgia, Alabama, Florida, uh, anywhere down in the South, it gives us time to at least get out of this freaking hot weather that we constantly been in since about, I'll say, April, May-ish, and we at least get to breathe comfortably. That's what I'm hoping for, for this fall season that will turn into winter, but uh yeah. It's starting to feel nice around here. It's not being too hot. It's actually comfortable. So I'm hoping that it continues that during this fall season. Again, this is just regional. If you're in another region, I'm sorry. If it might be still hot over there, I apologize for that. I'm just saying that over here is at least starting to get comfortable. So yeah, we're entering fall season. No's coming around. Hurricane season's coming around over at least in the southern areas. I know that. Over there in the West Coast, I'm not so sure. You guys just had a hurricane a couple of weeks ago. I'm not certain if there's going to be another one forming over there, but please be on alert and watch for that. Because I don't know what type of stuff you guys got in the fall. I don't know what happens. You guys get like fires in the summer. I don't know what happens over there in the fall. But uh, yeah, please be alert and be aware and just constantly watch out for the news in uh, your weather station. Now, on to the first news story for the docket. Um, I want to talk about Ohio releasing uh, body camera footage. Of showing a police officer fatally shooting a pregnant woman. Um, it happened last week. I did not know anything about this until this popped onto my radar and I saw the video and I thought this was disgusting. But I want to read you something from the Associated Press because they wrote an article about it. Ohio authorities on Friday released body camera video showing a police officer fatally shooting Takaya Young in her car and what her family denounced as a gross misuse of power and authority against a pregnant black mother. Sean Walton, an attorney representing Young's family, said the video clearly shows that on August 24th, the shooting of the 21-year-old woman was unjustified and he called for the officer to be fired and charged immediately. Walton also criticized police for not releasing the video footage for more than a week after the shooting. Takaya's family is heartbroken, Walton said in an interview with the Associated Press. The video did nothing but confirm their fears that Takaya was murdered unjustly and it was just heartbreaking for them to see Takaya having her life taken away under such ridiculous circumstances. Now, if you did not see the video, um, there was two police officers right at Takaya's car, and you saw one officer knock on her window, and you just hear him say, come on out, get out of your car, get out of your car. You can hear her say, what for? And the officer will tell Takaya that the store owners say that you stole out of their store. Now, this will lead to Takaya saying that she's not leaving out of her car. And there's another officer, the second officer. He's in front of the car. He has his gun, like, pointing at her. And it will get to the point that Takaya will basically start starting her car. And as soon as she starts starting the car and driving it away, the second officer that's in front of the car, he pops her. And you start seeing the second officer who was at the window start running after the car saying pull the car over, pull the car over, not knowing that Takaya has been fatally wounded, ultimately leading to her death. Now, that's where the video cuts off. You would get two video camera angles of it from Officer 1, who was in front of the vehicle, and Officer 2, who was beside the car, just knocking on the window. And when the attorney for Young's family would speak to the Associated Press on Friday... The attorney, Walton, denied that Young had stolen anything from the grocery store. He said his firm found a witness who saw Young put down bottles of alcohol after she left the store. The bottles were left in the store, he said, so that's when she's in her car denying that. That's accurate. She did not commit any theft. And so these officers were not even within their right to place her under arrest, let alone take her life. Now, the officer for Blandon Township Police... I believe the executive vice president of the union representing the officers here uh, would say that the officer one who shot Takaya has been like on reported administrative leave, but he's been paid. So paid administrative leave, while the second officer who tapped on the window, he has been uh, able to resume duty as being an officer. We do not know the names of these officers because they're still performing an investigation for this. Um, Okay. with that being said, I don't care about none of that if I want to be honest. I don't like the fact that police officers at least couldn't go inside to check out the freaking uh, video of anything. They could have went into the store and checked out to see if she took any type of merchandise. I'm pretty sure i walked through mad stores. They have cameras at their entrances. They have cameras in the aisles. And you mean to tell me that There's no camera to see if she walked in or walked out with anything. That's one thing. I'm just surprised by this. Again, there's still an investigation going. So I'm only working with what I have to work with in this statement right now. So I'm just kind of shocked that officers aren't doing that. I would think that probably like the number one thing. If you have two officers on the scene, one officer could literally be standing beside her car and try to talk to her, someone politely. And I think that's what officers constantly, and I hate to say this. No, no, I don't. I mean to say this a lot when it comes down to black individuals. There's only certain cops that will actually talk to black people like they have some decency. Like literally talk to them with decent, like knock on the door and, hey man, uh, yo, I need you to step out. Or something of the, just a gentler effect for us to at least... Talk to them, because as I said before, and I think if you're black, you know, this black people and officers, we do not have the greatest relationship. It's been dated since the dawn of time, at least for black people in America here. Um, it just doesn't work. So when we see an officer already tapping out our window, we already don't have a good vibe about it. If you get an officer who has at least there to at least talk to you gently, the way that we see officers talk gently to white folks, yo dog. we at least will at least entertain the conversation to see what are you trying to stop us for, what do you want from us, we'll entertain it. Now, while the one officer's talking to the alleged uh, suspect here, the other officer could have went inside the store and checked on the cameras and say, hey, I need to see the camera footage, let's see what's going on, blah blah blah, to even see if this is credible, because she's already there, she's still in the parking lot. So. That's that, but that didn't happen. We are now at the huh, event of the young black woman dying. Young pregnant black woman dying here. And it's an unfortunate situation. It really is unfortunate. I just wish that uh, the officers wouldn't have been so aggressive when they like tapped her window and trying to talk to her and all this type of stuff. The officer in front of the car, yo, you don't have to pull your gun out. Again, you guys pull your gun out on black people for no reason at all there's been plenty of cases where you see them not even put a gun out on other ethnicities aka white here but you know what i mean here dude it's always seemed like you guys are just so tiddlywink wink scared of just doing your job first and foremost you're not supposed to be in front of the car anyway if someone just happens to drive away guess what you get in your car and you drive off right after them you have a freaking uh what is it, walkie-talkie in your car to at least alert other officers around the area to try to stop the vehicle. That's what you could do, but no, you guys, uh, there's a lot that went wrong here. And again, a black woman that was pregnant, she lost her life because of this uh, stupidity of a situation. And when more information comes out, I'm going to be talking to you about it, but as of right now, this is the only thing that we got here. If you haven't seen the video, I will suggest you go watch the video and you'll make up your own. Opinion on what the officers could have done, or you'll make up your own opinion of what the black lady could have done. Again, we're dealing with what the reality is. And the reality is we have a black woman who was pregnant that got killed over nothing, at least in my personal opinion. But again, when more information comes out, I'll be back here talking about it. But yeah, this was the first time me even hearing about this. But just to see the video that come along with the aftermath or what happened to make this thing go it's just uh pretty sad to be honest with you. Now on to another sad but stupid uh incident here. We have from ABC News a woman who allegedly stabbed grandfather in the face after he asked her to shower is arrested. A twenty-two-year-old Louisiana woman has been arrested for allegedly stabbing her grandfather in the face over an argument over her hygiene habits, police say. Carrington Harris, a twenty-two-year-old woman from Keithville, Louisiana, approximately 20 miles south of Struveport, was arrested after a domestic dispute with her grandfather led to her stabbing him in the face when he asked her to shower, according to a statement from the Cardo Parish Sheriff's Office released on Wednesday. Detectives said Harris and her grandparents began arguing after they asked her to shower. She began damaging property inside the house and then turned the power off from outside, the statement read. Detectives say while the couple was trying to restrain Harris, she escaped and retrieved a knife from the kitchen, used it to stab her grandfather. Harris ran from the home and hid in the woods nearby before being found several hours later by authorities as she was hiding behind a nearby home. Harris was arrested and charged with one count of domestic battery abuse and one count of domestic battery abuse with a dangerous weapon. It is unclear what started the argument or if the suspect had a prior history with the police. And as of Thursday, no bond has been set in this case for Harris. Okay. They still say that investigating Uh, the incident is currently still ongoing. Just hearing that story alone, you're going to stab your grandparents because they say, yo, you need to take a shower? That's already something right there. Yo, dude, I'm. (laughs) How do you not smell yourself? I know certain people can't smell themselves and they don't know that they smell hard, and that's whenever you need someone like beside you to tell you, hey, yo, dog, you need to take a shower or something, that's when you be like, oh, we're, all right, cool, take a shower. Just having your grandparents telling you to take a shower, that shouldn't be no hard foul for you. That should be like, okay, cool. If anybody tells you to take a shower, they're telling you this because, one, they don't want to smell you. And then, two, some people might actually love you, and they actually, actually want you not to be made fun of. And I don't know this woman's personal life. I don't know if she's been running the streets. I don't know if she's an inside body. I don't know if she has a job. Don't know. But only thing I know is if you are around people and someone tells you you need to take a shower, you probably need to hear their warning and do it. And for her to have grandparents to say, take a shower. And then for her to get into an argument with them and then like turn their power off on the outside. And what made them even restrain her? So... You gotta look into the mental mindset of that. Talk about they had to restrain her. That's uh, that's kind of weird there, and she ends up getting loose, getting a knife from the kitchen and starts stabbing her grandfather in the face. Yeah, something's not all the way right up there. I think they need to do some type of uh diagnosis and really look into her to see what's going on in the skull. Is somebody there? Somebody not there? If you get my drift here, um, but yeah. And this is again just for anybody. If someone tells you take a shower, don't get upset, don't throw a hissy fit, go and say thank you. I'll take care of that right now. And you'll take a flubbin' shower. Please, again, nobody wants to smell someone stink. Nobody does. People will make fun of you, people will clown you, people will call you every name under the sun if you stink. And you decide not to wash yourself after someone said that, yo, you stink. Go and take care of yourself. Go and wash up. Go and take care of your personal hygiene, please. Hygiene's the top priority. If you don't have good hygiene, guess what? Your teeth start falling out, your body starts stinking, and I mean you just become a rotten, like living rotten, like compost, if you get my drift. You start to rot, and that's not good. So for the story to wrap it up, um, I hope this woman gets a medical, like mental evaluation. That's one. And again, two, for anybody else out there. If you have someone that loves you and they tell you to take a shower, please go and take a shower. What's the worst they can do? Nothing. It just cleans you up. Now, next thing up, Mitch McConnell and the same conversation that I had with about Nikki Haley last week. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I mentioned Nikki Haley talking about that she wanted to raise up a retirement age, and I said that it needs to be brought down. And this kind of plays into a part with this. Mitch McConnell, uh, this week... He kind of froze up during a press conference, and it didn't look right. This is Mitch McConnell's, like, second frozen moment within, like, at least a month or two months. And just for him, it's not good. Mitch McConnell's 81, and Mitch McConnell needs to leave. He needs to leave office. He needs to let somebody younger take the spot in his uh, political office as senator. I mean, come on, dude. What more can you do? You're 81. Get out the way. Let someone else take that spot. I agree wholeheartedly. Again, I said it last week when I talked about Nikki Haley. I believe and I agree that people that are up their age needs a mental evaluation to even say that you can uh, perform their job that they're in. Whether you're in politics or whether you're running a corporation or you're in a office title job, you know you need a mental evaluation to see if you can even still be in that spot or you need to step down and have someone else take that. And for me, I said again last week, again, if you didn't hear it, I said that if you're of the age of 60 and up, you should be able to get retirement. I said 60 is probably like the number that you should be at for retirement. That should be the number for retirement, just period, the age of 60. Because certain people beyond the age of 60, they can't perform the way they used to. And also mentally, their head's not all the way there as it used to be as well. And this just further proves it. Mitch McConnell's 81. He doesn't need to be in office. He needs to step down. He needs to let someone younger take his spot, especially for him freezing. And it was funny. Joe Biden, somebody brought this up to Joe Biden, and Joe Biden said, well, Mitch McConnell, he had a seizure and he had a concussion. So that kind of happens, but I have a feeling that Mitch McConnell will be back to his old self. Dog, you're saying this because, dude, everybody's saying you're one uh, screw or a couple screws loose from actually being a Perfect uh, machine, you get what I mean? You're old, you're done, (laughs) you're washed. I don't get it. Let go, let go to office, let go of the seat, let younger people take the spot. You guys can be in like the shadow realm background, like, uh, what do they call it, Star Wars? Like Darth Vader had uh, a man, God, uh, I am not a Star Wars type guy, I just know Darth Vader and I know Homeboy. Uh, Palpatine, there it is, he had General Palpatine like in his ear talking to him that's what I'm saying, you old people you guys can be the Palpatine to these younger guys, you guys can be in the shadows you guys can be like the right hand if a young guy needs to have some advice, you guys can give him that advice of what you would do or what back in my day, such and such do that type of deal, but let go of the seat. let go of the rain you're done, you're washed it's over, let it be and this right here further proves it And again, the age of retirement should be 60 because you're right there. You're perfect. You're able to live out your day. You're able to collect a check. You're able to do what you got to do before your brain starts turning and it starts developing like Alzheimer's and all these other old people like damaging effects because you don't want that to happen while you're working because it's not going to do anything good for you. And it's not going to be pretty for anybody that's around you. So, again, age of retirement should be 60 And Mitch McConnell, anybody that's in politics or anybody that's in a business position, that you are old. And I know that you know that you're old. Let go of the seat. Let someone younger take that spot and just be the general Palpatine to the Darth Vaders, if you will. That's all I got to say for that. Now, next up, Alex Murdoch. Alex Murdoch loses phone privileges. Well, prison phone privileges. After a lawyer records phone call for a documentary, as Associated Press would write, convicted murderer Alex Murdoch has lost his phone privileges and his prison tablet computer after his lawyer recorded him reading his journal entries on a call for a documentary about his case, South Carolina Corrections Department officials said Wednesday. Prison policy prohibits inmates from talking to the media, without permission because the agency believes that victims of crime should not have to see or hear the person who victimized them or their family member on the news. The media interview violation along with other violations for using a different inmate's password to make a telephone call or prison discipline issues and not a crime. Murdoch also lost his ability to buy items in the prison canteen for a month in the discipline hearing heard Monday. You have to get permission from prison officials to get another tablet, which can be used to make monitored phone calls, watch approved entertainment, read books, or take video classes. Alright, so this is where we're at. He lost his stuff and now he's being treated more like a child. And that's basically what happens when you go into prison. You get treated like a child and you get told what to do, what not to do, all that stuff. Uh, It would go on to state Murdoch's lawyer. Jim Griffin recorded Murdoch in June, reading entries into a journal he kept during his double murder trial for an upcoming Fox Nation documentary on his case, Prison Records Show. Prison officials sent Griffin a note saying if he knowingly or unknowingly helps Murdoch violate rules again, he can lose his ability to talk to his client. Griffin didn't respond to a message from the Associated Press on Wednesday. Now, they would make mention in the article that Phone calls between lawyers and prisoners are not recorded or reviewed because their conversations are considered confidential, but prison officials said they began investigating Murdoch after a warden reviewing other phone calls. Heard Murdoch's voice on a call made in a different inmate's account. Murdoch said his phone password was not working. He also told the prison investigators about the recorded journal entries according to prison records. I don't think prison cares about any of that. Again, they're no nonsense. It's basically like, okay, you're the kid that goes to uh, ISS. You might be a good kid, but they're still going to treat you like a bad kid because you're in ISS, you're in here for some reason. Even though they might say, uh, even though you might not do anything. And certain people, they do nothing to go in ISS. Trust me, I was one of them. Um, They're still going to treat you a type of way. They're still going to try to act hard and tough because you're in there for a reason and ISS is meant for like bad kids. Prison is meant for bad people. So even if you're a good person, you might not have done anything. Um One sleight of hand, guess what? You get treated harshly and unfairly. Now, Alex Murdoch, he did what he did. He did the crime. He's been found guilty of it, so I'm not going to say that he was a good person. I'm not going to do all that. His son still might find his father a good person, so that's that. But everybody else outside of the family might say otherwise about Alex Murdoch. I'm just using the good kid going to ISS as an example for the situation of how even though it's something just small and minute as this, they're still treating it as such a big thing. And for this, I find that it was kind of weird because they said that they don't listen into a conversation between lawyers and prisoners, but they started investigating Murdoch after reviewing other phone calls, and they heard Murdoch's voice on the call. I thought if you guys didn't look into conversations between lawyers and prisoners, I didn't think you guys would pay attention to that. But it probably could have been like, okay, they thought that this inmate was not talking to their lawyer. It was just a ca- casual conversation, or they know certain inmates that has a lawyer and don't have a lawyer, and Murdoch must not, well, Murdoch, who the uh, phone Murdoch used, he must not have a Lawyer, so they was like, Okay, I'm just gonna go through uh Tom's records, and then they hear Murdoch's voice on, they're like, Hold on, wait a minute, this ain't Tom, this is Murdoch. What's he on? So I can see that kind of be the thing here, but I don't consider this such a biggie type situation. I don't, not really, but again, he's in prison, so they're gonna treat it as such a big deal. So now he has to get permission to use uh guarded uh tablets and guarded phones just in front of them and all this type of crap to even use it so it is what it is alex murdoch you gotta deal with that and again this further proves everyone i don't want to go to prison i don't think nobody wants to go to prison at all because you gotta deal with this type of crap unless you are uh pretty well known unless you're pretty well known as like an entertainer wise and i think with entertainers they get some leeway on certain things but alex murdoch he was a lawyer so he's not getting no leeway as a matter of fact there's probably a lot of people in prison that hate lawyers because they're the reason why they're in there. So, yeah, that's just that. But, again, this further proves don't go to prison. It's not for everyone. Prison is not meant for no one, to be more precise. But, yeah, they're going to be underneath your uh, body like a microscope, especially if you got the news covering you the way that Alex Murdoch had the news covering him earlier this year. So, again, if you are someone that the news is covering I would think you don't want to uh piss anybody off or do anything stupid while you're in prison because it's just gonna add more flame to the fire for you. And Alex Murdoch, he's still not done with all his uh stuff, because they would state that Murdoch is expected to plead guilty on September twenty first and federal court to charges that he stole millions of dollars from clients, according to court records. It'll be the first time he admitted to a crime in court. Murdoch also faces about 100 charges in state court. Authorities said he stole millions from clients who suffered debilitating injuries and who needed money for medical care. He is charged with stealing from his family's law firm and helping run a drug ring to launder money. Authorities said he asked a friend to kill him on the side of a lonely highway so his son would get $10 million in life insurance. I remember talking about that. So yeah, he's still facing a lot of stuff. So Alex Murdoch, his road is still uh paved with a lot of court appearances. So that's all I got to say about Alex Murdoch and his, well, court appearances and stuff that's happened to him. Now on to something else that's going on in the courts. Uh, a judge did rule that Trump's trial in Georgia will be live streamed. Fulton County Superior Court judge said during a hearing Thursday that the court proceedings for the Georgia election interference case against former President Donald Trump and 18 others will be live-streamed and televised. So expect to see non-stop coverage, and I mean non-stop coverage, from people talking about Trump and his defendants whenever they're time for uh, them to be going to court. I'm just going to be watching. I'm not certain if I'm going to be talking about it, unless something big comes out of it, like people start flipping, and I mean hard, stone-cold flipping on each other, then I might talk about it, but I only care about the verdict. Are they going to go to jail? They're not going to go to jail. They're going to be found guilty, not guilty. That's the only thing I technically do care about this. Because again, my whole big thing is Trump and his whole, uh, what was it? The insurrection deal. They still haven't gotten him for that. But we'll have to wait and see what happens later down the line if they ever do. But I say nine times out of ten, they're not going to get Trump for that. So this is the closest that they're going to get to try to nail him to go to jail. So I still don't think that's going to work. But we'll have to wait and see. Now, next up. Um, Pizza Hut manager. Pizza Hut manager corners teen worker and bathroom sexually assaults her, Florida cops would say, as it's come from the Miami Herald. The manager of a Florida Pizza Hut is accused of cornering one of his teenage employees in a bathroom and sexually assaulting her. The 16-year-old employee began working at a Pizza Hut a few weeks ago and just started her junior year of high school. Osceola County Sheriff Marcos Lopez said in an August 31st news conference, From the time of her application, the manager, Calvin Cook, 31, began talking with her and flirting with her, the sheriff said. In the following weeks, the manager began sending her sexually explicit images on Snapchat, according to the sheriff, and gave the teen an e-cigarette. The sheriff said the manager was aware that the employee was underage. On August 26, the employee told deputies Cook had Asked her to go into the woman's bathroom to clean, the sheriff would say. When she went inside the bathroom, her manager followed and then shut the door, he said. While in the bathroom, he committed sex acts upon the victim, the sheriff would say. A young male employee saw the two go into the bathroom and became suspicious. Then when the employee's parents came to pick up their daughter, they were told something had happened and the sheriff's office was called. The teen told deputy she was worried about making her manager mad and thought she might lose her job if she didn't engage with him. The sheriff said Cook was taken into custody and charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor, unlawful sexual activity with a minor, transmitting information harmful to minors, and unlawful use of a two-way communication device, according to the sheriff's office. The sheriff said the manager had been in his role as a supervisor with the Pizza Hut chain for seven months, but was only recently transferred to this certain Pizza Hut location. He is no longer employed there. Duh. All right, cool. So this is where we're at now with this. Um, I don't understand. If you know someone is <laughs> not your age, but you shouldn't do that. You're 31. She is 16. That's a no That's a no-go. That is a fifteen years age gap. And to put it into perspective, that's a fifteen year old who is starting out uh high school or just might be just beginning to be in a sophomore in high school, looking at a newborn baby. That's weird. That is hella weird. You understand? So no, that's not good. This isn't right. I don't understand what gets in the mind of older either men or women. It could be both. It doesn't matter to me what goes through the mind of these individuals that do these things it doesn't uh i don't understand how it doesn't compute that you shouldn't do this you shouldn't mess around with someone that's about what 15 14 12 10 11 16 17 you get my drift you shouldn't mess around with someone that's way age difference from you because your taste and stuff and their taste and stuff completely different. and also oh yeah it's not legal bruv it's not legal it's not good And also, you guys have nothing to talk about, even if it was legal. Let's just throw it out here. Even if it was legal, dude, you and this person that has this 15 years age gap, you guys are not into the same taste. There's no way you're going to tell me you're into the same taste of things. There's no way you have lived out a certain part of your life that that person hasn't even lived out yet. No. So this was automatic red flag off top. And also it's not legal. It's not. This whole thing was never legal. It's not good. It's just not right at all. So again, I'm not mad at the manager or former manager now having been arrested for this. And again, anybody that is working at a store or working in any type of office or even wherever you're at in your underage or hell, you could be of age. If your boss starts trying to mess with you, I would say don't do it. And if you start to say you start to fear for your life, I would think you probably want to start looking for another route, try to go to another job, try to find another job. There's a lot of jobs hiring. There's a lot of them. So just step out of that and just go to another job. Or if you have the ability to just go with your gut and tell whoever it is that's above you, that they're trying to mess with you, no. And just be okay with that. Just be okay. And just take whatever comes with it out the fact If they want to fire you, A-what. Make sure you know where state you're in. Because some of them might be not able to fire you. Like, Dad, If they fire you? You have a lawsuit on your hands. And if you're in a state that they could fire you, well, guess what? Hey, Amen. Those are the breaks. Those are the gigs. Because do never, ever sacrifice yourself. Don't ever, ever, give someone a piece of yourself that does not earn that piece. Especially predators. Like, that. that's nasty. That's wild. So, again, just be careful wherever you're working at. And, again, I don't like that these type of stories pop up. But once they are and once they do pop up, I think it's up to people in the news and people that cover the news to talk about it. And again, let people know that people are still out here being nasty individuals. So, yeah, please uh, be aware of that. And please, please don't give up any piece of yourself just because you fear for a job. Don't do that. There's too many jobs out here. Go just get another one, please. And speaking of nastiness, I have to uh, speak on this. Um, as it was reported from the Daily Mail, New Mexico firefighters are accused of gang raping colleague sister at party, forcing victim to flee through window. As it would report, three New Mexico firefighters have been accused of gang raping a woman at a party before she escaped through a window. Albuquerque police said they have arrested a trio, including one who was retired over the alleged assault on July 15th following a day of heavy drinking. Aiden Heyman, 46, Angel Petito, 32, and Anthony Martin, 44, has been charged with criminal sexual penetration in the second-degree police records show. The alleged victim, whose identity is being protected by law, says she went to a golf tournament with Martin and Petito before being invited back to Martin's apartment pool for a swim, where Heyman joined them. But their day of drinking and poolside Fun descended into horror as the woman said she lost a couple of hours and woke up with three men gang-raping her, according to local news outlet KOB4. She told police Heyman was even coaching them on how to rape. That's nasty. The woman added that she managed to escape through a bathroom window. Investigators said a resident of the apartment complex found the woman and called authorities. The alleged incident happened at a villas in Manal, Central New Mexico. Heyman and Petito both work for the Albuquerque Fire Department. Martin recently retired. The firefighters appeared in court by video link on Thursday following a month-long investigation. According to local reports, their hearings were brief and the firefighters did not speak. Prosecutors filed Thursday to have all three men held in jail until trial. Okay, so we have this here. This is nasty. This is disgusting. First and foremost, my God, I've stated this before. You should never mix a uh, business with personal, especially with something like this. If you and uh, uh, this is how do I how do I state this? If you are working with somebody and you happen to see that they have a sister or even a brother, they are immediately off limits to you off top. And for this to even go that far, yes, you guys might have went to some type of uh, golfing tournament cool, but uh, no, no, that shouldn't even be on the table, you should have no talking, reserving to them, none at all, you should not talk to them, you should not do nothing with your colleagues, uh brothers, and or sisters, I stand on that, I mean that, because there's too many incidents, too many, where people are getting a little bit too handy, too many times where people see that, and you know it's coming. And uh, incidents happen, whether it be voluntarily or, in this case, involuntarily. Because I don't like how drinking could play a part into this. People be like, well, it's just them being drunk and then they... No, 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 no. Three guys doing this, gang raping a female. That's not... Nah, that's not just heavy drinking, ladies and gentlemen. That's called uh, talking. That's called, yo, we got to devise a game plan for that. You don't just spontaneously say hey let's just rape her gang rape her no that's called yo that's called talking and planning that out and they might say well joe they didn't plan that out all the way like prehand." but dudes if you guys are all drunk just speak that way you guys are all drunk i don't think or i would just say this i should hope the guys should not think, like, all three of us should want to do that. No, there should be one guy in the group that'd be like, nah, we shouldn't do that. Let her sleep. Let her sleep it all or something like that or something. Even if you might be the guy that she might be feeling some traction with, nope. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's too many times now you're in a day and age that you can't be sleeping with someone that's drunk because guess what? Back then it might have been acceptable. But now in this day and age it's not acceptable to sleep with anybody drunk because people will say that they lost their kindness and ability they weren't uh able to say yes or no they were drunk so they lost all ability to uh give consent to this so sleeping with someone drunk is automatically a no but just all together this right here three guys messing around with a colleague's sister yeah that wasn't a right choice that was not the right choice at all and just for purposes alone gang raping her no and to the point that she woke up and she felt frightened because one dude was saying, how would you rape her? Dude, come on now, that is a nuts statement. That's a nuts sentence to even state. But again, this is the reality that we live in. There's a lot of people right now that probably are uh, or have dealt with being sexually assaulted by someone that was close to them and i'm not even gonna say close close like that i say close because well they worked with this uh siblings uh brother and or sister who works at the fire department we have no idea who it is because they kept the woman's identity safe and they just say a colleague's sister so we don't know if it's a brother or sister who works at that fire department only thing i do know is this if that was me in the shoes of the person whose sister got done up by these three i'm telling you right now there'll be no way i'm letting an investigation play out there's no way i'm not going to try to find them try to stomp them out every way i can because you have to deal with that your sibling is dealing with that trauma now now you have to deal with that trauma because by in this way you kind of put your sister in this light because if you weren't in this job You wouldn't have had this, your sister wouldn't have this problem. That's the way that person is going to feel in this particular situation. The sibling's at least going to feel. So I hope the sibling knows this is not his fault and this is not your sister's fault. This is nothing but these three delinquent jackasses' fault for that. Again, uh, trial's going to happen. They're still going to say they're investigating this stuff. They're going to do whatever they can, but... Just reading this on paper is not good. It's not great. And again, I still stand on this. Don't mix business with pleasure. If your coworker has a brother and or sister, do not become friends with them. Do not do nothing. Let them be by themselves and just stick to your own business. And the only way you can actually commentate or even be anytime nice to them is if you have no, and I mean this, no sexual tension with that person you don't find them attractive you can just literally friend zone them because i think adults can be friends i think that realistically but just there's so many news topics that get popped up about how someone's dealing with someone's brother or someone's sister that they work with there's too many of that and that makes me kind of wonder can people be friends but obviously i'm an optimist in this situation they can be but you only could be friends with someone if you have no sexual desire for them so if you have no sexual desire, then go ahead, be friends. But if you even remotely feel there might be a chance that you could have some sexual desire, step away. Don't be friends with them. Don't say hi. Don't say, well, you can say hi. Just don't, like, be around them like that. Because that's the thing that happened now with uh my guy. What's homeboy? He's on trial right now because he allegedly killed uh, his business partner because the business partner uh, messed around with uh, the sister of the other one it's some news topic that I talked about earlier this year I just had to pause the episode to look up exactly what I was talking about and it's Bob Lee the guy who did a cash app in Nima Mamadi that's the situation I was talking about uh yeah they are alleging that Bob Lee messed around with Nima Mamadi's uh sister and again things like that get real shaky because colleagues messing around with someone else's siblings it always turns And the sibling kind of can always notice something. But I believe in this situation, not Momani, but in the firefighters situation, I don't think he noticed any of that. I think that he was just cool with his people being around his sister. But long story less long, keep your uh, siblings away from your job and away from your colleagues as best as you can. And make sure if you see your colleagues talking to your sister, pop them in the face. That might be a joke in certain people's eyes for me. I say don't pop them in the face, but just keep your eyes on them and make sure your sibling knows not to speak to that person because you have to work with them. You don't want things to be awkward. That's the best you can do in this situation. But hopefully uh, we'll get more situation, more news to come out from this, more uh, anything to come out of this to state whether they're going to be held on trial, what type of trial is going to be, when the date's going to happen. Hopefully when it happens, I'll be back here to uh, let you guys know what is going to happen. Now, moving on to something that I keep on talking about, and I mean it, I mean this, you guys are not the smartest. Uh, As this was reported by WYFF4, Spartanburg woman charged after found with enough fentanyl to kill 500,000 people, Deputy says. Now, I don't know if they're putting sauce on that, but we'll find out. A woman has been arrested after she was found with hundreds of grams of drugs, according to Kevin Bobo with the Spartanburg County Sheriff's Office. Deputies say on August 24th, they concluded that Kathleen Lee Abernathy of Spartanburg was suspected of illegally selling drugs. According to deputies, Abernathy was stopped by authorities while she was under surveillance. Deputies say during the traffic stop, a K9 alerted on Abernathy's vehicle, so authorities began a search of the vehicle. Deputies found around 941 grams of white powder that was presumed positive for fentanyl, 200 grams of crystal substance that was presumed positive for methamphetamines, one Glock pistol, and one SKS rifle. After the traffic stop, authorities obtained a search warrant for a storage unit used by Abernathy deputies say, according to the deputies, after searching this uh, storage unit, they found around 531 grams of white powder that was presumed positive for fentanyl, three handguns, and four long guns. Abernathy was charged with trafficking methamphetamine, trafficking fentanyl, and possession of a weapon during the Commission of a Violent Crime, according to deputies. And inside the article, they would state that from the Drug Enforcement Administration, they would say that one kilogram of fentanyl has the potential to kill 500,000 people. So that's where we're at here. And boy, does she have a lot of uh, drugs on her. Dude, 941 grams of white powder that was around you in your car, Two, 20 grams of crystal substance that was they say is methamphetamines, Okay, that's that. And then they went into your storage unit. They found 531 grams of white powder. So you have more that you were carrying on you than you had in your storage unit. Dog, I don't know what is going on. I've said this before constantly throughout this whole year. You cannot be out here slinging drugs in South Carolina you can't be doing that you can't be driving around with that in your car I've stated that there's been multiple times people have been driving from another state and popping into the Carolinas and you begin popped somehow some way the police are on someone they're on you if you come into South Carolina and somehow some way they know you got something on you now even though she's from Spartanburg that's still a part of South Carolina here um she should have found another route to tried to distribute her drugs. Again, I'm not a drug dealer. I'm just stating from what I've seen from around the way and from what I've been kind of looking at. Uh, again, South Carolina, the cops, they got some type of force. They're on some type of unit to be like catching anybody that's trying to sell drugs, or like get drugs from one place to another. I have no idea what type of six since they've been Uh, finding or what type of person they have on the payroll that somehow is doing a hell of a job just keeping real real discreet and just relaying the message of something going down i don't know what's happening i just know that if you are a drug dealer do not pass through the carolinas because guess what the cops are alerted they are already just aware of things and they're ready just to pop you at any moment of any time so take my notice or take my warning for what it is Please just try to find another route and just know if you happen to still not heed my warning. Just know you're probably going to get popped and you're going to get arrested. So, yeah, that's what we have here for this. Now, I'm not certain if there's anything left for me to talk about. Oh, yeah. One more thing. Uh, Mask. Be alerted. I feel that towards the end of this year, mask mandates might be coming back. I don't know what's going on. They said they found a new strength of uh, covid out and about, again, just I want everyone to be aware of that. Um, The mask mandates might come back. They might not. Just be aware. Just know your masks are located, just in case something were to happen. And just look up uh, how your immune system is. Just know your body the way that you should, because I don't want no one to uh, die because of anything with their body and with this new strain of COVID coming out and all that type of stuff. Again, this is still brand new. It's still kind of in the uh, development stage. So just be aware mask might come back. Just be aware of that. Now with that, I think that's everything out here. The news for celebrities, nothing really happened this week. I mean, 50 cent, he was at a uh, concert or somewhere and he, tossed a mic, and a woman got hit in the head, I don't think she's suing, or at least there hasn't been no reports of that, of that, and 50 didn't mean to, like, throw it at her, he just meant to, like, just chuck it out of his hand, and it was, like, directed at a uh, area that someone was supposed to be at, and she was there, and she happened to just get clocked in the head with the mic, so, again, no lawsuit, at least to my knowledge, at least of right now, it might be in the next, like, week to come, but I don't think it is i think the woman knows it was an accident so yeah um anything else nope all right so with that time to get you guys out of here i hope you guys have a great and lovely day i want to say thank you to the podcast sites i want to say thank you to apple amazon uh podbean google all the other podcast sites you know where you're at where you listen to this um I want to say thank you to them because without them i won't be able to get this episode or this pod out to every single person that's listening and i want like to thank you guys the listeners the downloaders because without you i would just be one guy talking into a mic into a black void so with that i would like to thank you all for that i hope you guys have a great and safe labor day always remember i love you i love you. I do love every single one of you this is not a gimmick this is real life this is literally from the heart i hope you guys uh enjoy yourself hope you guys have a great week please be safe also for the wrestling uh heads no i will be having a podcast out tomorrow over the pay-per-view that happened last night from wwe payback and the pay-per-view that will be happening tonight for aew's all out i will be giving you my review for that for those two pay-per-views uh tomorrow just to keep you guys alert and always i will be having a midweek episode out on wednesday as well so yeah with all that out the way i love you all i thank you please have a safe week and you'll hear from me again whenever you click on these future episodes now with that this has been my two cents podcast presented by g2 he is i and i am him this is a goodbye this is until you hear from the sweet and lovely and sounded voice again and with that all being said kanye could you please these people home i'm tired, you tag tired. Uh-huh. jesus I- wept